Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Steve? <laughs> this is episode number 68, <laughs> Customize, part one. Customize. Yeah, let's talk about customizing stuff. I love that. Yeah. I love customizing um, stuff. Yeah, make it your own, right? Exactly. Because, you know, there's like how many Goblin 380 kits have been sold out there, you know? Thousands. How many V-Controls are out there? Thousands. How do you tell yours apart from the rest? The dirt on it. <laughs> the dirt. The customized switches. <laughs> the snot from my nose that gets on my radio from flying in the wintertime. <laughs> it's like you uh, do a UV scan and you see splatter marks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Um so how's your week been? Let's start with that. It was good, man. Uh sorta. I mean I'm about been on call this week, so I actually recording and, and editing the last podcast was kind of um tricky kind of because tricky. Yeah. yeah. And well recording was good. I always get nervous that I'm gonna have to go out and you know, gonna miss recording the podcast for some reason when I'm mm-hmm. on call, so uh but that went off good, but it was the editing part. Good thing I started on Wednesday, and I had a little bit left to do on Thursday. And, man, Thursday I had 16 hours, so I had eight hours of overtime Thursday. Wow. Then I came home Thursday, and I said, okay, all I have to do is, you know, get these two together, add the music, blah, 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 and then pump it out, and, and I'm done. And that still took like a half an hour. It was like it's probably 11 o'clock when I got home. And I come home and I turn the bathroom light on and the bathroom light doesn't work. So I'm like the good husband I am. I'm going to go get a, a light bulb and I'm going to throw it in. So I'm up on the little step stool and I got the bulb in my hand. And it slips out, hits the floor, psh, all over the floor. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Oh, boy. Was I cursing? The wife didn't hear me at all, dude. She could sleep through a freaking train wreck, <laughs> which is good. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I was, like, cursing, and I got the vacuum out, and I'm vacuuming now, and uh, I had to take a shower yet. But, uh, no, nah, but I got, got a chance to get the episode ready, man. And, uh, that was probably the closest I've ever cut it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, What time did you text me saying, it's going to be up in 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, probably, like, quarter after 11 or something like yeah. that. I don't, I, it was late. It was, <laughs> it was late, according to me. <laughs> yeah. But... RC wise, dude, I actually mm-hmm. snuck out today and did some flying real quick. Nice down at the local soccer field because, uh, man, I, I didn't get a chance to go out Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I had to work Saturday. <laughs> we still haven't gotten our furniture delivered. We were supposed to get that delivered on Saturday. They told me at the last minute on Friday that they needed me to work Saturday because I was on call. I had to do it, and it's just Damn. stupid. I can't, can't stand. I, I love this company, man. I love them and I hate them, man. But then mm. Sunday, it was just, it was supposed to be crappy all day Sunday, and I don't think it was bad. If it was that bad, or so. No, I don't think it was that bad, but yeah. So Sunday, I uh, I got my Raspberry Pi from, uh, I, I ordered another one, because I wanted to make a, uh, I'm going to go way off on a tangent. I wanted to make a media server, or make like a, uh, 
Oh, geez. What was the one I was originally going to do? I was going to load up some software. Plex. Yeah. Plex. I was going to do a Plex server, which Raspberry Pi 3 is fast enough to, you know, transcode stuff as it's pushing it out from my, from my mm-hmm. NAS. Yep. Well, Jeff saw my post and on Facebook and was like, dude, if you're going to do that, do Kobe instead of Plex. You'll, you'll thank me. So I did Kobe on that thing and it's, it's basically, uh, I'm, you know, I'm nerding out a bit, but uh, it basically, your Raspberry Pi is a small little computer that hooks up to your TV HDMI uh, port, and, um, you know, you can hook a wireless keyboard and mouse up to it, and this freaking Kobe thing is awesome, man. I was streaming stuff, like, that was still in the theater. I mean, some of it was, yeah, cams, but... Uh, like I was searching for Rogue One for a while, and I was streaming that, and it was awesome quality, man. Yeah, so uh, nice. I was watching, and just every movie you can think of, I was streaming. Like, there's an old movie with old, probably two, early two thousands, with Russell Crowe in it. He's a he's a captain of a ship, and it's like the eighteen hundreds, and it's called Master and Commander, something Far Masters, Side of the yeah. World or something like that. Um, Saw that movie a long mm-hmm. time ago, and I was like, man, I really like that. I'm going to go see, see if I can find that. Found that immediately. I was streaming that. I watched the whole thing, man, again, and that was a good flick, man. I don't know how he is in person, but I like him as an actor because I've watched him transform himself from, you know, the gladiator guy. There was a boxing movie he did that was amazing, and he lost so much weight and shrunk himself down. It's It was barely, he was barely even recognizable as Russell Crowe. And I think that's the, you know, the premier job of an actor is to transform himself, and yeah, it, he's amazing. So um, I really like the movies that he, that he's in. So uh, I check that out. Nice. So so curious with this. Um, what is it? Kobe. Kobe. It's called Kobe. Yeah. Um, is it is it an app that you can run, or is it like, you know, you need to like have a computer that has that program running to to watch the movies and stuff it's more like uh the operating system i would think like i just what i did was i i loaded it onto the um micro sd that goes into the into the raspberry pi and so when it boots up it immediately boots up into this kobe it's kind of like that uxmc you ever heard of that one or xmc or x yeah, Xbox Media XSMC or something like that. XBMC. XBMC, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. Yeah, okay. So it's like more of an operating system or a media center or media player. Yeah. No, the only reason I'm curious about it is like I'm gonna set up a NAS with a Plex server and the only reason I want to use Plex is that there's an iOS app, you know, like yeah. there's an Xbox One app, so I, I can actually stream all of my content on my NAS onto my Xbox, which is hooked to the TV. So can Chloe on her Xbox or, you know, Marie on her um, iPhone and then stream it to the uh, TV and stuff. So I wasn't sure, like, if um, Kobe had the same functionality or if it was more like, you know, Xbox Media Center where you need to have that device plugged into the TV directly for it to, uh, you know, stream off your network. Well, this, yeah, this I definitely have to, you have to plug it into your, your TV and it, streams off your network like it, it found my free nas i set that up that was pretty easy to set up but what i really mm-hmm. like is you know just searching the internet for the streaming feeds that you can find and um, there's so many other apps that you can or i'm calling them apps but they're uh there's some yeah i guess they're apps 
there's so many other apps you can install. Like I installed mm-hmm. one where I was watching soccer from like England and stuff and just TV feeds from England. It was it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, a bunch of different things, man. Nice. Yeah, I got to check that out. I mean, a Raspberry Pi costs nothing these days. So. No, it's like $35. Yeah. <laughs> but Plex, what I found is you need, like if I had a Plex, if I had the Raspberry Pi set up as a Plex server, that's going to actually be your throughput for your video. Like it's going to take all your different video kinds of codecs in and output whatever codec it thinks is correct for you know, whatever device. So if you're streaming it to your app on your phone, it's going to transform it for that. If, if you're streaming it to your TV, it's going to transform it mm-hmm. or transcode it or swap it, you know, in the codec for your TV. It's simple enough to, f- to try though. I mean, all you're doing is writing it to a, your, your micro SD. And if you don't like it, yeah. you just delete it and yeah. try something else. Mm-hmm. So, so far so good with that. I ordered a little, um, like handheld keyboard mouse thing. For like twenty bucks off of Amazon, nice. A little trackpad on it, yeah. Or a little roller I ball. So I, no, I don't know. It's just a little like handheld thing. Kind of looks yeah. like the the keyboard thing for the Xbox. Yeah, it's real small. Yeah, they usually have one that's like a little keyboard thing with a little trackpad. So you have a mouse, or it has like a trackball. With this application, I found that when I had the keyboard hooked up to it, I kind of stole a keyboard and mouse from one of my computers, you know, and hooked it up with the wireless dongle that uh, I found that I was using the keyboard more than anything else. Just like your mm-hmm. arrow keys, your backspace, yeah. your escape, and that was it, your enter, your space bar, that kind of stuff. So really don't nice. need that much, that many keys. You can probably get an IR for that uh, Raspberry Pi and then use um, like a Logitech remote, like those Harmony. Yeah, I have one of those. Once and yeah. just program it all in. Well, that would cool. be cool. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. So, what have you been up to, man? Other than being sick? Yeah, I've been I've been sick since pretty much Thursday night. I started really feeling sick. Woke up Friday. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm not going to work like this. So, oh, that sucks. And even though I work from home, it's just like I just I couldn't really breathe. <laughs> Breathing was difficult. Wow. Um, yeah, my chest was just so congested. My sinuses were congested. Um, and and the funny thing is, this Friday was pretty bad, but Saturday was like full on flu, body aches, can't move, can't move out of bed. Like, you know, just just rolling to my other side was just like, no, that's like painful. You know, like that kind of flu. Yeah. You know, Sunday was a little bit better, but really today it's like I still woke up feeling like crap. I think today's like halfway through the day. Like I was like, oh, my voice, I, I can talk again <laughs> because nice. I like. I was just, my throat was killing me. It would just, I would cough. I mean, the stuff that I'd be hacking up. Uh. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm used to hacking up weird stuff. I, I, you know, I was a smoker for like 20 years. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm used to like, oh, you know, you cough up some stuff here and there, <laughs> um, especially when you're sick. But I quit smoking, well, you know, two months ago. Like I thought most of that stuff would be out of me already. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense, though. Yeah. Like, so, like, right now, I think, like, my, you know, with with the flu, it just cleaned my lungs out. Because, I mean, it was like, I, I don't even want to go too, too graphic into it, but. Neon green? It's, no, it wasn't even green. It was more like gray and oh, brown and Ooh. all different colors. And then, like, as, as, like, the day, you know, the the, the sickness went on, 
like more like this morning. It was more of a like infection type, right? It's kind of greenish and yellowish. Hmm, down with the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, you know, while I was sick, uh, I got a couple things ordered. Oh, I was gonna say you still built something. You built another seven hundred. No, I didn't saying? build anything. I couldn't. That's how sick I was. I wow. couldn't even go downstairs to like do some wrenching. Only um, this afternoon I had a little bit of energy. It's funny because, you know, when you're sick and you're that sick, like you don't want to do anything. But then as soon as you start feeling good, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I, I could do this. <laughs> I yeah, you know right away. Yeah, and you're like, I just right off the bat, I, I was like, okay. It's, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewire the family rooms, <laughs> oh, the lights in the family rooms. I'm like, ah, oh, I feel better. I could do this. So I did. I did a little bit of work. I, I did rewire the uh, the family room light. You remember my family room, right? They the old owners did some weird thing. They had like <laughs> a box that was covered and looked like a um, no. They had a pot, a switch, not a switch, um, an outlet in the middle of the ceiling. Yeah. But then they had like this wire that came out from the wall around the that like the main building structure thing support to a light. Yeah, they had that wire mold going yeah, up and over. Yeah, I, I got yeah. rid of all of that. Well, cool. I got rid of all of that. I mean, there's a hole in the wall right now, a hole in the ceiling right now where the the old light fixture was. But um, where there was the the just a single gang box for that had the outlet in. Right. I I figured out what wires did what, which wires went to the switch, which wire went to the outlets, which wire went to um, and which was the hot coming in from the breaker. And um, I sectioned it off. I took that, you know, single gang box out. I cut out the sheetrock and put a an outlet, like not an outlet, but the um, a light fixture box. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, then, well, that was a garage, I think, at one point. Yeah, and that's why uh, there was probably an outlet in the ceiling because it was probably for the garage door opener back in the right. day. But it was hooked up to the switch. It was weird. So yeah. Anyways, um, they probably yeah, just I got that that up. Yeah, it was it was pretty rigged up, but um, yeah, I got it wired properly. The light switch turns on the lights. Everything else is good. I got rid of that extra, you know, wire molding and stuff. So cool, clean it a little. Um, besides that, I got to. I did work on the 380 just a little before the podcast, a little before dinner. Got some new servos installed. Nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna give MKS a try. Oh, see, cool. See how those are. Let's see. Yeah, I ordered the 420 stretch kit and some parts. I got to use Satori pipe for the 91. Um, that's in the Nitro, the 700 Nitro. Oh, yeah. So, I saw your video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that a funny video? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, if you haven't checked that video out, RC Heli Hangout Facebook page. It was a pretty funny video. Yeah. I got a couple parts in, started unboxing stuff. I wanted to thank Gina for the Hattori pipe. She gave me a good deal on that. Gina. Um, and then Chris, um, Chris Neff for the Goblin parts. He uh, definitely hooked that up. So this, this, uh, these next two episodes, episode 68 and 69, it's, it's uh, the part one and part two of Customize. It's going to be a little bit different format. Uh, our dear Kevin is going on vacation next week. Uh, a couple of days from today. Yay. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. It's going to be a, a WWD for a couple, for uh, what, a week? A little less than a week? 
Yeah, for a week. A week, nice. So, um, so what we're doing is we're actually recording sixty eight and sixty nine within two days of each other. So it's Monday now, so we're just gonna kind of go through customize part one, and then we'll do a part two tomorrow night. Cool. So tomorrow's episode is gonna it probably won't have how's your week then because it really isn't gonna be much <laughs> from from last from yesterday, I guess, right? So yeah, I can talk about how I was editing. <laughs> there you go. That's about it. <laughs> how I uh, maybe did one or two more things on the Goblin 380. Who knows? We'll see what I can get done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So main topic, customize. Customize. Yeah. We're going to talk about more simple customizations you do to your helicopters and planes and, and multi-rotors. Um, right off the bat, I really like doing this. Um it's pilot names. Getting your name on the, the helicopter, on the airplane, or I haven't really seen people do it on quads, but maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I, I would think that the quad guys would love to put their names on their stuff. But maybe because they're so small, there's no room. Or it adds too much weight. Or it adds too much weight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when you're at that, you know, race, right? When you're racing, yeah. it's like every, every gram counts, so. Yeah, I mean pilot names. Uh, do you do this? Because I don't. I don't haven't done this other than I know you're supposed to have your your uh, AMA number and your FAA number, but I haven't done any kind of pilot names other than the one custom canopy that I have. I haven't. I, I was gonna originally call, you know contact Ninja Raps Joe Reyes and get him to order a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't know when it just came to like the time to like figure out what i wanted and then like i you know i know he was backlogged like supposedly they're like you know tons of orders backlogged so like even if i put an order in now um i might not get anything till like two three months anyways um at one point i was thinking about laser cutting my own stickers or or you know cutting my own stickers out so i kind of been like yeah but I actually recently ordered a set, so not from him, but from someone else who, uh, I think they posted it on RC Heli Hangouts, like, oh, check out my pilot stickers. If you guys want some, let me know. So, oh, I got to check that out, because that's what I was going to I was gonna ask. You know, we should explain that these are just little stickers with your name on it that yes. you've probably seen in pictures uh, and thought they were actually, like, customized some other way, but they're actually, like... Just like black stickers with, you know, white graphic of your name or red, or I've seen mm-hmm. the multicolored ones. I think uh, Ricky yep. Cricky has like the, the um, what do they call that? Like a CD cover where it's all crystally and yeah, like prismatic. Prismatic, yeah. Yep. So that's what oh. it is. It's an actual like just a sticker of your name. That's cool though because I don't even know where to go to get something. I know guys go to Ninja Raps, but they don't really have a store. You have to email the guy, right, or something like that. Yeah, you got to basically hit him up on Facebook or email him. Yeah. I might try the uh, RC Heli Hangouts one then. Yeah, yeah. Um, also talk to Chris. Do you remember from last week? Chris Nutt? Mm-hmm. Remember what his wife, he was a, he was allowed to yeah. transform the the living room. Oh, not the living room, the, the dining, dining room. room, right? Yeah. As long as his wife got a little section for her stuff. Yeah, and she was doing vinyl cutting and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. See, I remember. I listened to the podcast yeah. numerous times. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, you could you could see if he can get you some. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to actually, uh, he's checking to see if he could get, uh, if he can do free 4RC podcast. Oh, nice. So if he can, I'm going to get a bunch ordered and, uh, I'll give you some too, of course. Okay. Um, you know, pilot names. That's one way of customizing your mm-hmm. helicopter or, or, or plane. plane or quad yeah, or quad. Yeah. Other things people do, I notice is they put their, their brands on there, right? Like, Kind of like back in the hot rod days, right? Or, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Or compact cars and, you know, all the, the you know, rice bang, you know, four bangers kind of like, I, these are the things I have in the car, right? So you kind of put your, your brands on there. So like for me, I would put like an X Nova sticker or V Bar Neo sticker or, um, <laughs> Kettle One sticker. <laughs> yeah. For you, Kettle One Which sticker. Which I'm trying to find. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we could get. I'm sure we could find that somewhere. That reminds me of a, of a game I used to play. Oh, man, God forbid, I can't remember it for the life of me. But it was it was an auto racing game. It was more like a street racing game, and I remember the music was like was more not my style. It was more like rap and stuff. But it had some good tunes to it. But in that game, you could do you know on the back window all the brands you know that you were running on your car. Like yeah, um, you know that I forget it what. It, I forget half of them now, but you know the guys that used to make the it wasn't K and N filter, it was like A and E filter or something like that. You know, AEM, AEM, yeah, something like that. Yeah, all yeah. the silly things like that. Yeah, yeah, Gretty and HKS and. But Anthony you know. did that on my Goblin Canopy, the, the original Canopy that I had. You know, because I have the Savic servos in that, and he uh, he had a couple of stickers like that. But and I mean, mm-hmm. anything you get from Links, you get enough stickers to put. <laughs> oh yeah you know customize anything man mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. something cool to do right put some you know that way like you know when you're going on a flight line you see all these helicopters like you know you're gonna see five ten people with the same you know neon yeah. yellowish green you know goblin 700 comp but yeah especially if you're in florida yeah especially in florida right <laughs> so but like at least oh you see your pilot name you see some like okay you know some people go with um castle stuff right or some people go hobby wing you know or x nova or scorpion you know or or um, what's the other one the pyro ones the contronic one right contronic yeah yeah so it's like it's cool you know they kind of customize it that way yeah absolutely and then there's other stickers right there's like stickers like free forestry podcast or rc heli hangout you know that that's not a you know it's not a sticker of your brand or anything but it's i guess it is a sticker of your or our brand right Flight test, rotor ride. Yeah, flight yeah. test, rotor ride. Right. I have those you all know. over my transmitter case. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's another thing to customize too, right? It's your charging case, your transmitter case, you know, your toolboxes. Yeah. Like you're not just customizing your your gear, like your uh, your aircraft, but you're also customizing, you know, all the stuff that you kind of carry around to the field. So that's cool. Yeah, it's cool because when you line up all those Home Depot rigid cases together, it's <laughs> You're like, oh, which one's mine? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that one there. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? The other way I customized that, and you didn't like it too much, was I took, um, what, half inch? Maybe, or, or inch? No, it's probably half inch uh, vinyl stickers, and I put my uh, I put my AMA number on my Goblin that one time. <laughs> you were like, I don't know, man. Oh, uh, yeah, but those are, like, those huge. Are like, giant. I went to Home Depot, and... Yeah. Got the uh, vital sticker pack. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I just like, put ah. each number on there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't like it, but I, I could. I knew which one was mine right away. True, true. <laughs> it just, it was just like, it was too big, and like, 
I don't know. It was too plankerish. Yeah. There was no flair. There was no There was pizzazz. no flair. There was no like, yeah. <laughs> and plus, it was just like, I don't know. If you're going to like be like very loud with something, not your AMA number or your FA <laughs> number. Come on. You want to be loud with like your name, you know, like, yeah. like I really like Hobby Wang, Hobby Wang, you know, like. Uh, or whatever free foresty podcast not with my ama number <laughs> ama hashtag four five you know the <laughs> yeah it was uh, pretty funny. so okay, you know so stickers are one way right you could you know with pilot names brands and just other things you could put on there yep. um other ways you could customize things is for helicopters you could get a new canopy you know most canopy companies or um, helicopter brands make several different color canopies. You still run the risk of someone else having the same um, exact canopy as you, but you know it's it does limit it a little, especially when you start going into like like yours, right? Your Zeal um, five seventy and three eighty. I've never seen anyone else with it. I mean, I've seen other people online with it, but never yeah. at a fun fly or at our field or or um, you know just other places that we go. So, so that's definitely another way, you know, off the shelf canopy sets. Yeah, and that's what Chris told me when I, when I bought that from him. He was like, you know, I've never seen a Kyle Stacy edition with uh, the Zeal, you know, orange, orange and black mm-hmm. scheme. So, yeah. I it, it kind of made my decision for me. I knew I wanted to get something. I mean, and the the Zeal stuff is kind of cheap too. You know, it's not as expensive as as uh, some of the other stuff it's it's not carbon fiber but it's fiberglass and i like it man well i mean the the canopy is fiberglass but the boom is carbon fiber yeah yeah i meant the canopy yeah 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 it's so it's not a full carbon set sure yeah but it's reasonable i mean for the 570 it was i don't even think it was 100 bucks was it i don't remember now i don't even think so i think it was like i think it was just under yeah so or maybe I'm thinking 380. I don't know. No, I think it was pretty cheap. I know the 380 was definitely under yeah. 100 bucks. It was like 35 and 40. It's like 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure the 570 wasn't much more than that. Yeah, I think the 570 was right around 100, maybe 110, something like that. Yeah. So that's that's a nice way, right? Canomod, Fusano, um, Mass Pro. You know, these are, I think those are the main three big canopy companies. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask. And a lot of them make different versions, right? So like Canomod for your Goblin 700, you could get the the red eyes, which is like the red version of of their, you know, 700 comp or the blue eyes, you know. And then they have like all the other ones, right? I know for a while, not for a while, but a while back, they had one that was Icon, like it was an icon scheme canopy. Oh, really? There's a monster with like the yellow and the the, the rips, the three rips in the side, the green and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and they and, worked with different brands, and they kind of got like a branded heli, you know, look. Nice. So, <clears throat> and then um, and then beyond that, right? One level even beyond getting canopies. Um, Ordering like off the shelf canopy is ordering a custom canopy. Yeah. So ordering a custom canopy, I mean, this is where it gets interesting. Um, I know we kind of spoke spoke briefly about it last week with Chris, um, but basically, you know, you you contact 
Fusano or Ocano. I, I've only done it with Canomod, so I, that's the only experience I have. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I'll email Canomod and then they'll basically, you know, they'll ask me what I want, right? What kind of stuff, and I'll kind of send them an idea. If I can Photoshop something really crappy, but I can Photoshop something, I'll just I'll send them my ideas that way, and then then they'll take their guys and they they re Photoshop it, like, but they do like a really good job. Like, did you see the picture I sent you from of, of my custom canopy set? I don't think so. I have seen pictures from Canal Mod though, like in production pictures. No, no, I'm talking about this is like a Photoshop rendering picture. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, because. When you see it, it's like, you know, I understand it's just basically like replacing colors and stuff, but I tried to do it in Photoshop, and that shit was not easy. Yeah, if you either, saw, if you saw what I originally are... sent, it was, like, horrendous looking. Okay. But um, I don't know. If you want to check your phone real quick, that you'll see that that's what I'm going to be getting in. And it's like, you know, you could do anything. Like, if I wanted, like, a 420 Sport Canopy and said, could get rid of 420 and put free for RC podcast. They could do it. Now, this is from them or this is what you did? No, this is from them. Mine oh. was like a lot cruder. Like it was terrible. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. So that's a pretty good rendering of, of what I want. And as they, you know, as they build it, they're going to actually send me like the actual canopy pictures. Cool. Um, you know, you kind of go back and forth and you're like, okay, you know, do you want your pilot name on there? They can put your pilot name. Do you want to put anything else? Like the original 380 canopy I have, the orange and green one, you know, it does say pilot Sevia and it does say free forest C podcast on the bottom. Um, this time I, I chose not to because I'm going to get sticker versions and, you know, I want to be able to move the sticker around or put it in different spots or get a bigger sticker. I don't want to get kind of like stuck with one thing. Yeah, sure. Plus if I ever decide to sell it, I don't have my name on it. It's, yeah. You know, it's like, I, I guess, I guess it kind of gives me less of a, um, an attachment to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. even though I, I don't think I would ever sell my, this 380, because this was my first goblin. So I don't think I'll ever sell it. You yeah. know, yeah. if, if worse comes to worse, it'll just sit on the shelf with no electronics. But, uh, if I, you know, if I tend to, if I, you know, if I feel like I'm going to move away from this, uh, this heli, so, custom canopies. I mean, you you've had experiences a little bit with ordering custom canopies, right? We did that whole group buy with Anthony. Yep. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yep. And I got one. Um, I got a blue and gray canopy with my name on it, and then I have more or less the oxy colors. They were both for an oxy three. Uh, more or less the oxy colors, and I had Freefall RC on that one. And I don't think I've flown with that one on. I wanted to keep that kind of nice. Yeah, because we've taken some pictures with that on there. My original idea was to, you know, do freefall RC on a heli airplane and quad, and kind of get that on the website too, because that's kind of like the three things that we, you know, are in our sticker and on the logo mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yep. But I haven't done it on the plane yet, and the plane's the <laughs> easiest one, I think. And maybe I'll get a couple stickers and I'll do that and take some pictures. Don't know what which plane I would do it on either. Mm, yeah, it would have to be something that's like. Maybe the FT Mustang or something that I have with the teeth on and all all that. Those are more custom stickers too. Yeah, right. You know, I, I ordered the teeth for the front of the plane and uh, you know some American flags, I think, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then 
the little drawings of quads that you're taking down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Cool. So not just talking about helicopter canopies. I mean, you know, those are easy to customize because there's so much variety out there for us. Yeah. Um, but in planes, right? Like you have a plane. Um, let's, let's talk about flight tests, right? Um, do you remember the guy's name? Steve, I forgot his last name. He's actually a, um, one of Chris's friends or he's a member at Chris's club. He's the one who did all the the barons, the different um, – Yeah, his his name in the form is Rasterize. Rasterize, yes. Yeah. So that's that's for flight tests, right? Like, I mean, foam planes, that's a real nice way of customizing, right? You yeah, you're completely – Yep, mm-hmm. taking the paper off and replacing it with, you know, a printed paper. Yeah, that so has a printed, colored, scheme, you yep. know, and everything on it. That's pretty awesome. Um, I'm yet to do that too. I, I man, we go through these episodes real quick, and when I listen back, I'm like, yeah, I did say I wanted to do that, but I haven't done that yet either, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do that with something like, like you know what I want to do that with? I want to do that with a Spitfire. I want to rebuild a FT Spitfire, and you know, like do that kind of like rasterized printout or whatever. So maybe maybe I'll reach out to him see if he can mock me up something, you know. I'm sure something can be made. It's just getting it printed out that big. That's um, not a problem. That's not a problem for you. No. Just go 24 to by. I have a printer at work. 24 inch by whatever roll length I want. Oh, damn, that's awesome. And it's color. Yeah. Oh shit, dude, that's it's awesome. Like 18, it's like 12 toners in there. It's so weird. Like photo black, light black, matte black, and then it's oh, like you know all what? the different. We just got a new printer, and I wonder if I that does color. I could probably do something mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Nice. So that's a, a nice way, right? You take the old paper off, put new paper on. Um, you know, when you talk about balsa planes, you can you can remove the monocoat and put new monocoat on. If a, you know you have a plane for for a couple years and you're kind of like it's getting a little beat up and and you're, you're replacing parts of the monocoat, you know, eventually you could just say, "Ah, screw it! I'm gonna take all of it off, re-monocoat it." There's some techniques to it. I don't know. Yeah, for sure, Mike. I was just going to say, my mind can't figure out uh, the base color I can figure out, but like stuff that that guy Pete at our club does or mm-hmm. custom stuff that gets stuck onto like the monocoat, like emblems from countries and stuff like that. I have no idea how they're doing that. I mean, some of it's probably vinyl stickers. Some of it is monocoat itself. So like trims and pinstriping and stuff you can do with monocoat on top of monocoat. Okay. But, like, when it gets to, like, crazier stuff, right? Like, the weird shapes and stuff. But, like, something simple like camouflage probably wouldn't be too hard to do with just monocoat itself. Um, right, know. but I'm talking about, like, custom graphics like the, the American flag or... Yeah, you know, I the, think those are more vinyl. Okay. I would think so. But, yeah, I might be wrong. Um, with quads, too, right? Have, have Anthony shown you his, uh, his custom quads? Yeah, he's shown me a few customized pieces he's had on that Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking that's um that gets more into parts though i think right no no his um the painting they like um oh right jim had one too yeah they hydro dip the the quads and then clear coat it yep so it adds like like almost a textured layer to it too which is really really dope to see you know really nice yeah you know, and, and like flight tests, you could you could paint anything, right? Foam board, if you have not foam board, but like you have a foam plane, for the most part, you know, if it gets beat up, you can paint it. Yeah. You know, 
you can you just always test the spray paint on something first. <laughs> you mean a regular you foam it. plane? Yeah, like a EPP yeah. or EPO. Yeah, yeah, you know? I've I've done that. Yeah, I've I've, I've um, gotten close to matching paint on uh, Corsair that I, you know, broke in half and glued mm-hmm. back together and wanted to like touch up a bit. Yeah, I've uh, seen that done. Yeah, I mean Jim sells uh, from RA Cores. He sells the planes painted or blank. So you, if you wanted to, you know, you can paint your own scheme on it and stuff to customize like your own, you know, yak or that other. Um, the FPV plane that he had, the one that was a pusher. Yeah, yeah. The name of it. But yep. um, anyways. There's a guy at our club I, that I, I saw a couple times this year has that uh, T28, and he painted a few uh, different things on it. Like, he painted two black lines on it and, like, yeah, customized it a little bit. Yeah, he painted the wingtips and stuff, I think, yeah. right? Yep. I think the leading visibility. edge. Yep. Yeah. You know, I know people who um, they'll paint, like, the underside of the aileron, you know, just so that when it's when they're underneath the plane, you know, they can see the ailerons better and stuff. Yep. Um, those are cool to do. Uh, let's see. Transmitters. Now, with transmitters, um, there's two ways, really. Oh, no. Sorry. There's three ways. Really? Yeah. Easiest way. Vinyl. Vinyl wrap, vinyl stickers, vinyl, right? Yeah. You and I both kind of went to vinyl wrap for now. Second way is to take the whole transmitter part mask off everything and then basically you sand it and paint yeah i've seen that done that that's pretty cool that but that's time consuming very time consuming and you basically don't have a transmitter for a while yeah true. third one is same thing as the painting but you're hydro painting it hydro yeah so they laid a, the the paint graphic on water and then they dip your whole, like, you know, they take your, your front part of your transmitter and they dip it into it. And it basically, the the graphic um, goes with every single curve of your radio. So there's no broken lines. There's no weird, like, you know, it just kind of flows all together. Now, how much does something like that cost? Is that uh, expensive? I don't know. I'm not sure. The only one I've I've seen, actually, I mean, a couple of folks I know have, have done it. I saw Anthony's one. Remember that DX9, I think it was? Yeah, the one with the skulls all over it. The skulls, yeah. That yeah, was all hydro. That was crazy. Dip. I know a couple other people who have done it. I've never found out how much it was. I don't know if you know, if it was like a car place that did it or an auto body shop, you know? Yeah. You know, that's an option. I think it's a little too much. I don't I I wouldn't mind taking mine and just painting it, like one solid or two or two tone colors or something. But I think, like, when you get too crazy with the graphics, it just kind of, I don't know, it gets too noisy, too um, messy. Yeah. I mean, you know? it's it's to each his own when it comes to that. Right. It's the name sure. of the game with customization, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Make it your own. Some people like it when you put giant numbers in your AMA number on your helicopter. <laughs> Some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That was funny, man, because the text you sent me when I sent you a picture, you were like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was my the nice way of me saying, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the nice way of you saying, that looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Planker. <laughs> I mean, oh, let's talk about your Phantom. You got that wrapped. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yep. What was that experience like? 
That was cool. That was from uh, decalgirl.com. And, yeah, she just had templates for the Phantom 3, uh, a lot of different templates for transmitters. Uh, I didn't see anything for V-Bar, but she had Phantom 4, uh, Mavic. I think that's where Chris got his for his Mavic. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I did the Freefall RC logo. It was easy enough to, you know, upload your own picture and then get it how you wanted it. And it basically came exactly how I laid it out. And then the actual application was, was really easy. You know, just clean everything with a um, that isopropyl al- alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just put it on. Worked out really well. I like it. So I'm guessing, like, this website is, like, robust enough to, like, you know, you tell it what it is, what you want to put on it, and, like, move it around and stuff. Like, it's all, like, Java-based kind of when we were making the T-shirts or something. Like, I could kind of design it the way I want it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty user-friendly website. And uh, like I said, you just pick your what you want to customize. And then she has, um, I'm assuming it's a girl that runs it. I don't know. Decal girl? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe originally was. Yeah. She mainly does, or they mainly do, their website, I think, predominantly is for, like, your cell phone, your laptop, your tablet, game console. Uh, and then they have a oh, section nice. for drone. So it's like you pick drone, who makes it, DJI, and then what you have. You can get uh, custom wraps for the Inspire, the Mavic Pro, the battery of the Mavic Pro, the Phantom 3, the standard, or the Phantom 4. Nice. So I just pick Phantom 3 standard shop. And then she has a, oh, I just keep saying she, but they have a bunch of already made, you know, pre-made ones that mm-hmm. are pretty awesome, like... uh you know, they have, you know, red, blue, they're just flat colors, but then they have some crazy stuff like, you know, Eddie Van Halen's guitar type looking thing, American flag, you know, flames and just all sorts of stuff. Or you can make your own. And I just chose to make my own and and went with it. Awesome. Yeah, some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think um, we'll end the main topic here. Okay. Um, we'll bring you uh, next week or tomorrow for us. We'll bring you more on customized parts, you know, okay. things that you can, you know, build and hop up kind of deal. The old hop ups. Yeah. They don't even call them that anymore, do they? They used to call mm. them hop ups for a while. And then I think they lost that. I don't see that much anymore. Yeah, I don't know what they call them now. The internet is getting old. No, that's just us. We're getting old. <laughs> and the internet. <laughs> All right. Let's move to news and announcements. All right. News and announcements. Yes. So I wrote a few. Yeah. I wrote that Chris Ryber has been flying the Oxy 2. Got his hands on that. And, uh, you know, it's hysterical watching him fly because whether it's a 700 size or this damn little sub 200 size helicopter or it is. Yeah. It's sub 200. Yeah. 190, I think. Watching him fly. And I guess it it really pays tribute to the Oxy too. I can see that him going through his routine, man, and it's awesome to see that little helicopter go through his routine. He doesn't really have a hardcore routine, but he's really smooth, and you could tell right away. You, you'd be able to tell right away that all right, I can't handle it. There's not enough of this, that, or you know, you know what I mean. Like with the 180, there wasn't that much pitch to the blades, and it was hard to get that thing to to punch out. You know, like a like a regular helicopter. Yeah, it was lacking in power and lo- also lacking in tail 
Yeah. Like stability, I guess. Yeah, man. I saw him do the tail down funnels. And I was like, holy crap. And he even commented on the maiden. He was just like, yes, a micro heli that can actually, or a sub micro heli that can actually, you know, hold its tail. Mm hmm. So, yeah, that, that was a cool video, man. And he's done, I think he's done three or four now. He's got one in high winds. He's got his maiden video. He's got yeah. a, a, like a, a build video, more or less. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an unboxing video. Unboxing video, yep. Yeah, he has, he has quite a few now with that. Yeah, and I was listening to the uh, RC Heli Hooligans, and Ed made a comment on Chris's video where he had all the parts laid out. And, you know, you say all the parts, but it's in like an 18 by 18 inch square. And you're like, really? Mm-hmm. It, aren't there parts missing? Like, that's it? Low part count. But, yep. but that's it, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be getting one of those things. I don't know. I am. Um, I know, yeah. I know you You talked about it. I did have a lot of fun with the 180, and it's size-wise, it's definitely a step up from the 180. Yeah, but it's not that much bigger. It's just a tad bigger. Tad longer, tad bigger blades. Yeah, maybe an inch um, and a half tad, in the tail, the tail yeah, boom. Yeah, a tad taller. Yeah. It's just like a little bit bigger. It's, you know, like 180 CFX to the Oxy 3, it's a considerable size difference. Yeah. You know, but this this is nice. I think I can fly this in my backyard. Yeah, and I think that's something you could, like, I could keep in the work van if I wanted to in a little case, man. In a little case. In a little, like, toolbox like a case. No one yeah. even know. Yeah. You know, like something that could fit your V-Control and that and a couple of battery packs. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, now what size batteries was that? thing using 800 to a thousand milliamp 3s okay yeah which we have yeah you know so i'm just like oh man the only thing i you know the only thing that bugged me really is like oh i gotta buy another neo <laughs> yeah. that's really the only part it's like <laughs> i wonder how the icon would do on that i'm sure the icon would do fine um the only thing is i think the icon won't fit because oh uh, right if you ever notice yeah it's a little bit more like wider and shorter the needle is a little bit slimmer and longer and i have a feeling because of that won't fit then you can go with the option of going with like a mini icon or micro icon or whatever different versions but then you still have to run a satellite yeah it's true you know? i mean really i mean you maybe give this give this a thought if you wanted to use it on like your dx9 like didn't care about putting it on your v control just put a, uh, what do you call it, an AR seven two hundred B stacks on there. Yeah. It's all built into one, and you know it'll fly fine. I'm sure with it. Yeah, I just I don't carry my DX nine anywhere anymore. I'm just so. thinking if I do throw it in the work van, you know, I'd rather have my DX nine there than my my V yeah. control there. You know, just in case you forget it or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know. B-Sex, you get for like 70 bucks these days used, so. Yeah. I do like I my icon, though. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but I think I think we can get that thing tuned. Like, now, we, we haven't tried now. Um, you know, we were we were always about, like, base tuning. Okay, yeah. B-Sex, base tuning. Okay, that's why it's pretty good, but we kind of outgrew that. Icon base tuning. Ooh, that's even better. Um, but then we're like, ah. Oh. And then when we got to the Neos, the base tuning was very similar to the Icon, but then it was like, oh, I want to change this. Click. Oh, I want to change this. It's so much easier. 
Yeah. I think if we actually tried to tune the beast sex, because we don't do anything that crazy. We're not, we're not, you know, I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's not get, let's not get our heads too big. We're not that great of a pilot. Even, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like we could push a heli, but we're not like, we're not noticing all the little things, you know, we're not that good. You know, we're, we're, I would say we're intermediate. Dude, I can do some mean ass nose in hovers, dude. I know, I know. That's and what I've I'm landed saying. nose in too. So <laughs> I know. my head is already big. <laughs> you, you, no, I know you what know you mean. What I know saying, exactly right? what you mean. Yeah. Like just for like to fool around at a park, you yeah. know, like during Set your lunch it, break. It. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was in my mind. I was thinking about what you were saying. Like when we started out with the beast X and we were going through that, it was like, you know, we didn't realize how what a helicopter should fly like so we didn't know if it was good or not we knew mm-hmm. uh you know it was good enough yeah well i know exactly what you're saying then when we got the icon i was like wow this icon is awesome i loved it i still love it mm-hmm. but the v-bar is so much easier as far as like hey you know what this thing like today I, I i'm at the park with the or i'm at the soccer field with the uh oxy three cube there and i'm like i'm inverted and i'm punching out and i'm like wow and i'm doing tiktoks and i'm like you know what? I could definitely use a little more either head speed or collective. It, yeah. it could use a little Maybe bit more. A little more, more you rates. Can, you, can feel, you can feel it, yeah. Yeah. So I know what you mean. But you know what surprised me? I think it was, uh, was it last year. I went to – it was either last year or the year before. I went to South Jersey Heli uh, Funfly. Yeah. That was two uh-huh. years ago, I think. No, no. This is the year I went with Anthony. I think you didn't make it that year. Yeah, I think that was two. two yeah, years two ago. years ago. I met a gentleman there flying a Goblin 770 right? competition, and he also had like a, a 700 or 630, which he drove in. But, um, you know, I was talking to him, and he was, you know, doing his Mobius flips and TikToks and Pure flips and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I see he's, he's running a DX8 or DX9 or whatever it was. Might even been a DX7, to tell you the truth. Okay. But I was like, oh, what fly brows do you do? He's like, be sex. I was like, really? Wow. Like, I could, you know, like, I didn't think you could get it to fly that good. He's like, yeah, you just, you know, put a little time into tuning it, but yeah, you get it to fly just as good. So I was surprised, you know, and, and from that day, I was just like, okay, maybe it's not the fly rollers unit. Maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe it's you, Jan Brady. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's an option for you if, if it fits. You should, uh, I know, um, I think I would go with the micro brain or uh, which one of these micro sized would I have to change my uh, my servo? The micros you have to change, the servo leads, the mini you don't. There's a mini U brain or mini uh, icon yeah. that uses regular plugs. I don't know if it fits. I think it should. The only thing that I, I don't like about the icons is then you have to run a satellite. Yeah. You know, so you have to run an extra module that adds more weight and more wiring and more figuring out where you can put it. I yeah. just like the fact that, like, the B-Sex is integrated and so is the Neos. Yeah, I hear you. But um, I'll just, I'll find a Neo. I'll, I'll find one used or. Yeah, me too. I think or I'll go some with that sale right. or something. It um, depends. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to get this damn thing. <laughs> we'll see. I am. I think I'm going to. I need it. I want it for the backyard. And not even that. Today, I was uh, picking up Chloe from school and I was like, you know, on the way to her, the school, I was like, oh, there's a little park here. I see a sign for like an entrance. 
like something field. I was like, okay. I pick her up and on the way back, I pull into it. And literally it's like a block away from me. And it's a football field. Nice. And it's just like, it's like you drive in, you pass like the two houses you kind of sneak through. And then there's like a parking lot, a football field. And then there's just trees all around it. So I was like, oh, this is perfect for the Oxy and the Goblet 380. Like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to be flying here whenever. And I thought about it today. I was like, oh, can I go home and charge up and fly? <laughs> yeah, get it. Um, another day, you know, springtime's here. So we're going to get some nicer weather days. Definitely. Okay. Um, so Oxy 2. Yeah. Get it if you can. I'm waiting. Cool. All right. Oh, oh so, were you talking to me? No, no, no. Huh. Get it if you can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got another news here, right? Yeah, the other news and announcement I saw was that uh, Flight Test released that video of the giant racing quad. That yeah, I built. saw that. Did you see that video? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Oh, my God, that thing looks sick. Yeah, they're running like a vector system on it and everything. That thing was huge. Oh, was that what they were running as the flight control? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that thing was enormous. But you know what? The, they did up the scale, right? Like they made the giant... Uh, GoPro and the giant run cam. Yeah, everything. And, yeah. And so when you see Antenna. it, you're like, huh, <laughs> it doesn't look that big. But when you think about those blades being 24 inches, you know, uh-huh. across, then you're like, wow, that. Yeah. That and when you see huge. like a little quad zoom around it, yeah. you're like, holy crap, that thing yeah. is tiny compared to it. Yeah. That was nuts, man. I don't know what prompted them to do that. but I don't uh, know. It was great, though. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Something I think would have been even funnier is if they made a, a two to scale <laughs> transmitter. <laughs> We're like sitting in the middle of two nice. big sticks, like do do do, yeah. you know, yoking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be pretty rough. Yeah, <laughs> go check that one out. Mm-hmm. Guess let's move to what's next for you now, Hobby. What's next for you? Um, I'm going to be recording tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess um, between now and tomorrow, there's not much for me in the hobby. Yeah. I might go downstairs. Uh, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I might go downstairs and work on my <laughs> Goblin 380 a little. Um, I wanted to do a... Well, now it's a 420, right? Yeah, I wanted to do a live video of the conversion from 380 to 420. But I don't have a place to really do it. Like, right now... I have my Goblin 380 in my in my uh, family room, like just on my little IKEA table there, like you know, while I watch TV, like you know, Maria's behind me, and like it's it's just like yeah, I don't know. One video I do want to make, but because I haven't seen one yet, is replacing servo gear. So oh, I have cool. those two BK servos that are are you know the output shaft cr- um, snapped. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna take those gears out and replace the output shaft so i have two i'm going to do one's going to be the output shaft only and that'll be nice and quick because you just basically pop one part out and pop a new one in and that's it and the other one is replacing the whole set so cool um that i can probably still do later on because since those servos are now out of the heli and i can do that you know whenever but the 420 conversion i might just Part of me wants to wait for the canopy set to come, the new one, and then do it with that. Part of me was like, ah, screw it. Just build a damn heli and fly it, even if it's going to be two-toned or whatever, you know? Oh, so I, I might wait, dude. 
Ah, man, I don't know. I would. I would wait. I would record it, but do whatever you want to do, man. I won't look down upon you either way. I mean, I can do a video on canopy swaps. Yeah. You You can do that too, yeah. Because really, what is, what is, what is really building the 420? I mean, I guess the, the changing the different gears and stuff. Um, does your, does your 380 have a belt tensioner? Dude, what is really opening a box? But people do it. It's on every freaking YouTube channel's got to have somebody opening a box. Let's yeah, open it. So, and I've done them. <laughs> people would like, there's a freaking channel where this woman makes millions of dollars a year and all she does is play with toys. I've heard, and I don't know what that's about, but what kind of toys? I, I wish I could freaking little kids' toys. She goes to Toys R Us, she buys a toy for a kid, <laughs> and she shows them the kid how to use it. And she's oh, got like okay. 15 million viewers. Wow, or some shit. I don't know. Nice. I mean, you know, maybe I'll just do it. Maybe I'll just do a video on the the 420 conversion with the existing stuff, like mixed magic canopies, whatever. Man, maybe I'll just do this canopy swap later and show a video of that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a tripod. Uh, I got a tripod. <laughs> no, I have one. I'm kidding. <laughs> you made a comment. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. On your, yeah, I didn't even know if you saw that. Yeah, the one yeah. box. Uh-huh. Hope it's a tripod. Well, because you had so many, so many problems with the the camera placement in the previous video. Yeah, that's why I said. You know that. what? I actually have a tripod that has an iPhone mount. Um, yeah, I 3D printed a mount for my uh, GoPro. Nice for my tripod. Like it'll lock in and out of the head. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm yet to shoot anything with it though. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of doing a live video tour of my garage, just showing people what what's in the dungeon. Yeah, do it. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's about it for me. We'll be back on tomorrow to record. Yeah. And I'll probably go downstairs and look at my 3D printer at least sometime between today and tomorrow. Yeah. How's that coming along? It's actually coming along nice. I'm shocked, man. Um, there's a couple of things I got to redo, but uh, and I'm still waiting for parts. Like now I'm to the point where remember when I ordered that quad a couple of years ago from Banggood and I was like, it was like taking 45 days to show up and it still wasn't there. And oh, I was like, boy. screw this. I'm just going to order it from ready made RC. And I got that one and I built that one before I even got the bang good one mm-hmm. delivered to my house. It's the same way with some of these parts. So now I'm like, screw this. I just went on Amazon today and I ordered belts and a, a ramp, a ramps, uh, 1.4 board for, for the Arduino. I'm like, screw uh. this. I'm waiting on my belts and I don't know where the hell they are. So I went on Amazon. There's no tracking know. or nothing. There is, but uh, it's like, yeah, uh, it's somewhere. It's somewhere between it's here on a boat. and there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting. Like I said, I'm waiting on a belt, but it's actually coming along pretty good. I'm, I'm shocked at how well the 3D printed parts are coming out. And the key is for me so far has been to um, not get steel rod uh, that everything slides back and forth on and cut that myself. You can buy a kit mm-hmm. that's already made, and I got it off of Amazon too, um, of rods pre-cut for the Prusa um, i3 printer. So I got those, and the the two I got for what the z-axis like or the y-axis slides or x-axis, I don't know, one of the axes is <laughs> x y z axis. Yeah, it's the one for the extruder. It moves back and forth horizontally. Those were okay, key yeah. that they had to be a certain length because the other two can float. Um, they can flow up the z-axis can flow up and the y can float like down the the bed slides back and forth on that can float off the back so the other one just 
those have, that go back and forth have to be exactly correct. So, and they were. So I'm like, this is awesome. Nice. Yeah. So it's it's coming out pretty good. Um, I'll be very curious to see if this thing actually does anything. I'll probably yeah, I'm get thinking about I'm thinking about buying another one, man. Are you? Yeah. I saw a deal, so I want to... Got to get that laser thing going, man. I mean, that that too, but I just feel like a 3D printer will make it easier for me to fabricate all the parts for the laser cutter to make yeah, it bigger, oh yeah. oh, to sure. scale it up. If not, at least, I don't know. I mean, I, I got to figure something out. Um, and I don't know if you ever heard of this site. It's called GearBest. GearBest? Yeah. No. I don't know. I saw a Facebook thing on it, and I just wanted to... It was like one of those ads or whatever. So it's like, okay, I've heard of this place. I've never bought anything, but I've, it's kind of like the the AliExpress and all those like, you know. I think I have heard of this site. There was a printer there that I was interested in. And it was, I think this is what you're talking about. It was, uh, oh, let me see if I could find a name real quick. It wasn't an A-net, was it? It was on like some crazy deal though. It was only like 170 bucks. Yeah. And it was, I think it's what you're just talking about. Like, it's like that um, Prusa i3 design. Yeah. Yeah, Prusa is, the, like I said before, Prusa is the name of the guy that came up with the design. And he has the, uh, his design is this particular one. And it's open source. So, you know, he's he's had it, um, you know, copied and stuff like that. And it's no big deal. The, um, I thought originally this, printer that i'm designing or not designing but putting together was like a three to four hundred dollar printer it's like a seven hundred dollar printer that i'm building for like 150 bucks oh really yeah the anet um a8 is the printer that is the kit printer that andre from the um flight test um after hours that used to be ft after hours is now rc after hours rc that, after hours yes that's the one that he bought was the anet one and he's had good results with it but i just didn't like the um what it was made out of the acrylic i didn't like that because i had watched some reviews where guys were like if you drop this off the table and it hits the floor it's gonna break you know the acrylic well, don't break, drop and it off the table <laughs> well that seems a little fragile to me uh you i mean know. it's acrylic acrylic will shatter if it drops yeah. like you drop you drop something on my top case of my um charging case it's gonna crack it's gonna shatter Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's similar. I'm looking at a But like the the way that the, each axis is moves, right? Yeah. You have two steppers for your Z, you got the bed that slides back and forth or in and out as you look at it and yeah, and mm-hmm. you've got the, you know, the horizontal back and forth and the rods and all that. Yeah. It's exactly the same as as the Prusa design. It's very similar. Yeah, so I don't know. I was thinking about it. It's actually on sale for 163.99. Yeah, it's the one I'm looking at right now. That bed size is pretty decent. Oh, what about this one? ABS. And There's an ANET A2 aluminum metal 3D DIY printer. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know. There's actually tons on this site. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the design of this and basically looks exactly like the one that I printed out. Looks all right. I just didn't like the acrylic, but uh, that was it, man. And acrylic is fine because we can always looks almost identical though. See and see something later, you know. Yeah, I think that's what I want to work on next after after this three D printer thing is done. Maybe a CNC something. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a little bit easier. 
Um, yeah. But basically, same type of design. Yeah. You know, just kind of laid flat, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was doing a little research on that today. All right, man. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. You want to do a wrap-up? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's wrap mm-hmm. it up. okay so facebook likes we're at 515 plus three and because it's monday it's accurate it's accurate yeah we have three names nice we have troy shelby oh almost forgot the music it's gonna be short anyways cue the music all right okay troy shelby we have chris lund is that that carol shelby's son troy shelby Yeah. Nice. I think I know who Chris Lund is. That name sounds real familiar. Same. That name sounds really, really familiar. Doesn't it? That's not. That's not the Kyosho guy, is it? From YouTube. I don't know. Who's the Kyosho oh. guy? That's like his YouTube name, Kyosho something or another. But he does a lot of reviews on like helicopters, and oh, he's like he's... from Massachusetts or something. I thought that was the guy that played like Guitar Hero or something on YouTube. Oh. Uh, Chris Lund. I don't know. Anyways. And then the last name. I mean, the last is the same as the first. <laughs> we have Sun Sun. Nice. Sun Sun. Cool. All right. Facebook comments. What do we got? So would his son be called the son of Sun Sun? Sun Sun Jr.? Sun what? Sun the Third? I don't know. Or he could name his kid Setting, Setting Sun, or Bright Sun. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? Rising Sun. Rising Sun. I wonder if in school they were going, Sun, 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 here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was the worst. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't physical bully, but I was a mental bully. Uh <laughs> But only to the kids that could take it. The kids that really had a problem or handicap, man, I stuck up for them all the time. All right. So yeah. got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Facebook comments. Do we have any? Uh, we had a bunch of Facebook comments, but um, I've just been rolling with them. Thanks, guys, for commenting on our on the site. Yeah. Website comments. Do we have any website comments? Uh, I'm checking now. No, we had, a, we had a little back and forth with Greg. The guy you were going to try and set up as a guest host down the road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I know you've been working on some a few things, so that's cool. So we'll keep it under wraps. Yeah. Podbean. Podbean. Okay, well, we don't have any new followers on Podbean, but we have some likes of some episodes. Our buddy Jerry Colburn, he liked episode 66, Listen to the Voices. Mike Welch. Listen to the Voices. Mike Welch. Just single Mike Welch, who I can't wait to run into again September up there at the uh, Heli Jamboree. Mm-hmm. Uh, he liked episode 66, listen to the voices, and episode 67, <laughs> RC Heli Hangout. Nice. Frank Mordieos, who we should mention was on RC Heli Hooligans this uh, past episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he past liked week, episode, yeah. yeah, he liked episode 59, Governors with Nick Len. And Zanow, who is Ryan Zanow, liked episode 67, RCLE Hangout. And I think he even posted a comment that said, decent. Decent. Yeah. Harmless. Mostly <laughs> harmless. No, so that that was it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, liking and uh, 
we love mentioning your name. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Yes, thank you. iTunes reviews. I didn't see any new iTunes reviews. Okay, it's been a while since we saw yeah, some iTunes reviews. What was March? March. Wait a minute. How did this one sneak in? Which I went to this? iTunes, and there's a March 19th iTunes review that's between the February 2nd and March 7th iTunes review. That's that March 19th. Yeah, it should be after the March yeah. 7th, but it's in between. I don't know how he did this, but it's by FJ Mordeos. Oh, nice. And uh, it's entitled Great Podcast. The Free Fall guys are awesome. I've been listening to them since they started. Funny podcast all around. Even funnier when I'm on the show. No, I added that at the end. <laughs> Five stars. Thanks, Frank. Awesome. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone who left us a review. And, yeah, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, please do so. Even if you hate iTunes or hate Apple, log in. You know what? I always think of, of Ed Johnson because remember the the uh, the promo we had for our Free Fall RC HeliFest last year? Um, mm-hmm. was, was, uh, remember, as I said, you know, come up and tell us, come up and say hi, or tell us how much you hate the podcast. You know, I hate it, but I can't stop listening. <laughs> I said uh-huh. something like that in the, in the little bumper that we had for our, our heli fest. And, uh, that was what the first thing Ed came up to me and said, he goes, I hate the podcast, but I can't stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh it's I think of that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. having some kind of event pretty soon, right? Up the, up his way? Are they? Yeah, I thought so. But in April, maybe? I don't know. Oh, if they are, we should uh, we should go up there. Our RC Heli Hooligans podcast is where I'm getting all this information from because he runs down the uh, fun flies towards the end of his show. Oh, nice. And you probably should update him because I think he's still talking about how ours is going to be at the end of the month in June. And I think we're okay. changing it, or we're in the process of changing it. So yeah, we'll have to get a hold. Oh, of Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be talking to Walt soon. Okay, cool. We're gonna have a little crossover. Whoa, you understand? Yeah, nice. That's in the works too. The Wolverine Spider Man crossover. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So drop us a iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com, freefallrc podcast. Don't forget to check out our webpage, com. Chris is always adding new content there. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. What's up, Chris? What's up? Bastard guy knocks you two before me. Um, <laughs> if you like some, if you want to see something added on there, let us know. If you want your your fun fly to be added on there, let us know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh, I got to add a new section to this. So we have the forums. We have flight test forums, off the field, audio video production, other than flight test podcast. And then you'll see free fall RC podcast there sitting next to the flight test community cast. Hey, Patch Mike. Mike. Right. Hey, Nick. And now, hey, Nick. <laughs> What's up, my Nick? <laughs> Oh, man. And then we have... <laughs> I'm trying to get you to laugh so you go... <laughs> uh, I, I do, but I just, I just mute you the mic mute first. It? Oh, damn. <laughs> Robbing uh, me. 
All right. Um, and then we have the rcheliHangouts.com forum. Yes. Yes. You'll see us under the main RC Heli Hangout podcast corner and then Free for RC podcast sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Nice. Say hi to uh, Walt and Ed. Hey, Walt and Ed. Is, are they, is Ed on the show on the show? I think so. Okay. He, he was on the last. I haven't. I didn't get a chance to listen to the last episode. With Frank um, Mordeus. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was on that though, right? Yeah. No, Ed, I think okay. is a permanent fixture. I, I, I've been pushing it to be like, yo, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Stay on the show. Dude, the guy is super knowledgeable about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And plus, like, I mean, I don't know. It it seems like they have a good balance and stuff with the two of them. So He took part in the Kickstarter for that uh, radio that moves around, shows you that maneuver. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so so he's going to get one when they come out with that, hopefully. If they come uh, out with it. And he's gonna, re- you know, get a, give him a review on it. That should be okay, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, we could do the poor man's way. Just I could just put my fingers over watch here. YouTube. <laughs> no, that's a little freaking ghost, <laughs> creepy man. I don't. I don't All know. right. <laughs> Thanks for everyone listening. Yep. I think my voice is like yeah, almost gone. I was gonna <laughs> say yeah, you're almost done, dude. Uh, Thanks everyone. We are skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow for us. See you tomorrow. We free guys. See you tomorrow, Steve. (laughs) See you tomorrow. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So that's about an hour. I don't know if I'm yeah editing that on the plane or what. Something maybe. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What, who the fuck? Wow, dude. We just went from PG to R. Big time. Huh? You're like, we should call this the ranting podcast. <laughs> you're just going I just off, I'm like, what the? I don't know. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's I mean, not even that. It's like, like, if you think about it, it's, you know, any any type of transfer is bandwidth, right? So somebody's paying for it. Yeah, yeah. Yup. All right. I guess let's get started then. All right. Where's my water? Let me take a sip first. Jeez, that's a hell of a sip. Oh, sorry.